Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. How can I live without you, Jesus? Just can't live without you, Lord. There is no way that I can live without you. No, no, no. How can I live without you, Jesus? There is no way that I can live. Just can't live without you, Jesus. You are my everything. You are my everything. Greetings, saints. Once again, in the name of our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kinston, North Carolina, USA. I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Teaching the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. The question is being asked tonight. How can we live without Jesus? It's not possible. For he is our everything. He is our strength. He is our redeemer. He is our very present help in a time of trouble. God is our source. Every good and perfect gift comes from him. The Bible says, let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. We are here to magnify him. We are here to exalt him. If you think you've got something better to do than lift up the name of Jesus, than to give glory, honor, and praise to your creator, then you have been deceived by the adversary. For we have been created in his image and in his likeness. We have been created to bring him praise. We have been created to bring him glory. We pause reverently this afternoon to acknowledge our Creator, to give Him the glory He deserves. How can I live without you, Jesus? How can I live without you, Lord? You are my everything. Jesus, I give you 
capital B in our outlines we looked at. A man reaps what he sows. Be careful what you sow, because whatever you sow, that is exactly what you will reap. We looked at Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. We looked at Romans chapter 6, verse 22. And it brings us on down to capital C, and we're going to be with you all briefly this evening. Capital C in our outline, your seed must die. What? Your seed must die. From the book of John, chapter 12, with a special focus on verses 24 and 20, 23, 24, special focus on 24, but we're going to look at 23, 24, 25, and 26. Your seed must die. John, chapter 12. Verse 24. Jesus says, your seed. Jesus says, I tell you the truth. Unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. Watch this. But if it dies, it produces, what? Many seeds. Capital C, your seed, what? Must die. Father, in the mighty, the glorious, the precious name of Jesus Christ, we thank you today for another beautiful day. Thank you, Father, for life, health, strength, provisions, protection. Divine sustenance. We thank you, Father, for keeping us from dangers seen and unseen. We glorify you. We exalt you. We pause reverently, Father, to acknowledge you as our King, our King of Kings, our Lord of Lords. We were created to worship you. We were created to praise you. Forgive us, Father, of our sins and our iniquities, which we have committed in thought, word, and deed. We ask, Father, that you continue to lead and guide us in your paths of righteousness for your name's sake, that on that great day when we stand before you, you will say to us, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Come on up. Let me make you ruler over many. This is what we long to hear. This is what we are working for, Father, that you might be pleased with us. These and all other blessings, we count them done in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. Capital C, what? Your seed must die. If your seed does not die, you will not receive a harvest. Now, your seed, your seed, your seed, it must die. Jesus was about to physically die. His disciples did not understand. They did not want him to die because they did not understand at this point God's grand purpose. Now, Jesus' death is what made it possible for you and I to be saved. 
Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Jesus, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 21, Jesus told his disciples from this time on, he began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and what? Suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, that he must be killed and on the third day raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Never, Lord, never shall these things happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get behind me, what? Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Peter didn't understand that that seed had to die. He didn't understand. He didn't understand. He wanted to keep the seed. He wanted to keep seed. And this is why some of you, under the sound of my voice, you are limited financially. Understand that the monies that God gives us and that he puts on our hearts to give to our ministry, to give to our churches, those are seeds. And if those seeds remain with us, then those seeds cannot die. Once we release them into whatever area God has instructed us, that seed is able to die, and now it's able to bring forth a harvest. Jesus had to die. Jesus said, Peter, you don't understand. I, I must die. If I don't die, there's going to be a limit to what God is able to do in creation. It was through the death of Jesus that God made salvation for us available. He made salvation possible, but Jesus said, I must die. I must die. And see, Peter had in mind the things of men. The things of men is to hold on to whatever little bit we got. Wait, hold on, hold on. God said, just when you release it. It's when you release it, when you let it die, when you let it, when you let it go, that it's able to bring for many seeds. Look at what the Bible said. Verse 24. I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat, verse 24, falls on the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. Now, what God is bringing to my spirit now, you remember when Jesus fed the multitudes fed thousands of people with only what? Two fish and five loaves of bread on, on one occasion. Well, what had to happen in order for that miraculous, it had to be not only broken, but it had to be brought to the Lord. Thanks had to be given. Then it was broken and given to the people. And all of a sudden, everybody was able to eat and satisfy. There had to be a release. Those who own those, those two little fish, those five little loaves of bread, they could have said, well, look, man, you know, all these people out here, we got to hold on. I'm going to hold on to my little fish. I'm going to hold on to my little bread. Get, let me get a meal out of my little fish and my little bread. They said, uh-uh. Mm -mm. Jesus said, bring it here to me. Bring it here to me. And when it was released to God, when it was released to Christ, he gave thanks to it. And then when it went back to the people, it went back more than what they had started out with. In fact, God said, Robert, they picked up more scraps after the meal was over than what they had started with. But there was a release to God. When you release to God, you, you put God in a position that he can, now, he can now supernaturally magnify it when it's released. When a seed dies, it, it can now be supernaturally magnified by God. And instead of being one seed, how is it one seed? One kernel of wheat can turn into many kernels of wheat. God, how is it two fish and five loaves of bread can feed what might have been 15,000 people? God, 
but it had to be released. There had to be a release. There had to be a letting go. Jesus said, look, you disciples, I understand you all love me, and I understand you all appreciate me, and all, but you got to let me go. you got to let me go and do that for which God has sent me to the earth to do. I've got to die. Jesus said, I've got to die. Disciples couldn't get it. <clears throat> Sometimes people have to die in order for things to change. Sometimes. Remember what happened in Isaiah's day. In the year that what? King Uzziah died. Sometimes people have to die in order for things to change. In the early church, Ananias and Sapphira had to die. Then there were some changes that took place. May we not have to die before God is able to bring about the changes he wants to bring in our communities, in our neighborhoods, in our nations. May we be the ones that God said, look, you're going to live to bring about the changes in your area. Some people have to die so the changes can be brought about. Jesus had to die. He said to his disciples, the hour has come, verse 22, for the Son of Man to be glorified. Now look at that. Jesus was talking about his death, but he called it, it was his glorification. Now, glorification is what brings praise. When you talk about glory, you're talking about that which is praiseworthy. The Bible says that a woman's hair is her what? Glory. But the Bible says a woman is a man's glory. So understand that as men and women, we have different glories. The husband is not the glory of the wife. Her hair is her glory. But the wife is the man's glory. Now, Jesus said, look, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Now, he was talking about his death. He was talking about his death was that, was that which was going to bring praise to God. Disciples couldn't understand that, not at this stage. Because they saw his death as being such a terrible thing. They saw his death as being something that did not need to take place. They saw his death. Jesus said, that's how I'm going to bring glory to God. May our lives bring glory to God. To God. May our ministries, may our marriages bring glory to God. Because if you're not bringing glory to God, you're bringing dishonor to God. If you're not bringing, if you're not bringing glory to God, you're bringing shame to God. If God is not pleased with what we are doing, saying and thinking, then God is displeased with what we are doing, saying and thinking. May our lives bring glory to God. Jesus says the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Jesus said, verily, or I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. Now think about if Jesus had just did not die. Jesus never traveled any more than about about 40, 50 miles in his geographic location. About from here to Goldsboro is all is all Jesus traveled. Remember, they were walking, they were riding on uh, little horses. Jesus never he never traveled that much. But Jesus said, "Great, Jesus, look after my death." Resurrection, ascension back into heaven, and sending of the Holy Spirit. Greater works shall you do. I've already been in 21 countries the last two years. 
So Jesus' death has made it possible for us to do even greater works in the ministry. But it had to come through his death. It had to come through his resurrection. What God did is he, basically what Jesus did is he went and busted open a door for us that now we can just walk through. We can jump on airplanes now and go from country to country, nation to nation, proclaiming the gospel. Jesus never traveled any more than about 30 miles in his life, in his natural life. But he has made it available for you and I to do much more. May we live up to our potential in Christ, in Jesus' name. It remains. It remains. No, I don't want to just remain a single seed. And see, as we die to ourselves, God is able to get more glory out of our lives. The more of you that's still in you, the less of God will manifest in you. Let me say that again. The more of you, the more of me that's still in me, the less that God will manifest. All right, watch this now. Watch this. Now, saints out there, you, you all can't see this. We don't have the video yet. Next week, we'll have the video back. But inside of each one of us as children of God, there are two of us. Okay? As children of God, there is the God in us, and then there is the us in us, or the flesh. Now, picture uh, a seesaw, those of you that are, that are listening through the broadcast. Now, a seesaw for our saints from Nigeria, basically what a seesaw is, it's a, a little piece of wood, a flat piece of wood. You, you know, okay, one side goes up while the other side goes down, and the other side goes up. While that, uh, okay, so amen, they, they're with us. All right, you all know. Now, the God in us is on one side. The us in us, or the flesh in us, is on the other side. Now, when the flesh in us is up, the God in us is down. But when the flesh in us, or the us in us, goes down, the God in us is able to come up. May the God in us come up. In the name of Jesus. The man, look at what the Bible says. If it dies, if the you in you dies, you're able to produce. We can only produce for God when the us in us dies. When the up, well, one of the saints is saying, I die, what, daily. The me in me, that's my problem. Jesus said, look, if any man wants to be my disciple, he must deny himself. Not so much the devil. It's not so much the demons. Ah, we wrestle against flesh and blood. We understand that. But what do what do these what do these uh, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood? What do these rulers, authorities, and powers of this dark world? What is it that they actually do? It, what they do is they influence the us in us. They influence. That's why we wrestle against them, because what Satan is going to do and what demons are going to do is present that to us that the us in us likes. And when we listen to them, now we are operating in the us in us instead of operating in the God in us. So Jesus, God said, look, you, you don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's these rulers. It's these authorities. It's these powers of this dark world. It's these spiritual wickednesses in high places that are influencing and tempting the you in you. 
God says, I want you to come out of the you in you and let the me in you operate. Let the me, God says, let the me in you manifest. Because God says it's the me in you that is your power source. It's the me in you that is your deliverer. It's the me in you that will take you into the abundant life. It's the me in you that will cause you to be blessed. It's the me in you that will bring you healing. That will bring, it's the me, it's the God in us. Uh-oh, isn't that song, song what? It's the God in me. Now, if you want to get caught up in the me in me, oh, man, it's all kind of problems with the me in me. But there's no fault. Pilate said, I find no fault in the God in me. Pilate said, I find no fault in Jesus. And there's no fault in the God in you. The fault in you and I, child of God, is the me in me. The problem with Robert Bryan, i tell you about the problem with Robert Bryan. It's not my enemies. It's not some demons, some witches. But it's Robert Bryan. I'm my own problem. As the Robert Bryan in me goes down, the God in me will go up. Come on, saints, let's wrap this on up. All right. So the man who loves his life. Uh-oh, there we are again. You love the you in you. You love your life. God says, then what will happen is you lose it. If you, the, the man who loves his life will lose it, while the man who hates his life in other words, you hate the you in you. You hate the flesh in you. Then he will find eternal life. That's how we find the, the, the life that God has for us, is that we are willing to sacrifice the life that we want or the life that our flesh wants. We say, all right, bring that down. God says, then what you will find is God's life. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, my servant will be. Also will be. My father will honor the one who serves me. I don't know where you are under the sound of my voice and what you are going through, but I want to encourage you that if you serve God, God will honor you. Whether or not men honor you or don't, God says, I will honor the one who served me. Listen, children of God, you don't need a crowd to live for God, you don't need a crowd of people to serve God. God says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, God says, I am in the midst. Two or three. Let every matter be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. More people does not mean more God. Because God says, I'm either there or I'm not. Now, if you are gathered together, God says, in my name, then God says, I'm there. Now, you out there on the sound of my voice, you just can't feel the Spirit of God unless there's a whole bunch of people. Then let me tell you, it's not the Spirit of God that you're feeling. What you're doing is you're worshiping the crowd. Because if you can't worship God by yourself, you can't worship God with people. You're just putting on an act. I shared with you all the other day, if I come in here and exercise right by myself, I'm going to get stronger and I'm going to get bigger. And if I come in here and exercise with all of you all, I'm going to get stronger, I'm going to get bigger. And if I come in here and exercise with, with a thousand people, I'm going to get stronger and I'm going to get bigger. Why? Because the important thing is that I exercise, not how many people are with me or not with me. So it is with your worship. The important thing is that you worship God. If you study God's word right by yourself, God says study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who needs not to be ashamed, but who rightly divides the word of truth. If you study with the church, you're going to get strong. If you study with 5,000 people, you, the key is that you study. The key is that you worship. The key is that you do what God has said, whether you are alone, 
whether you're with few or whether you're with many. Anytime you read scripture, one of the things about Jesus is that anytime he opened his mouth, in, in our Bible it's written in what? Read. Why? Because no matter whether he was talking to one person, whether he was talking to five people, whether he was talking to 5,000, it was always the word of God that came out of his mouth. There's no time in Scripture where you will see Jesus opening his mouth to anybody and saying anything other than the word of God. And this is what God wants you and I, to the place where the only thing come up out of us is his word. The only thing that comes up out of us is words of eternal life. No matter who Jesus was talking to, the woman at the well, word. His disciples, word. Multitudes on the mountainside, word. On the boat. In a, in a dinner. <laughs> word, word, word. You will never get too much of God's word. Now, what you can get is too much television. You get too much Facebook. You can get too much soap operas. You can get too much uh, social media. But you will never get too much of God's word. Because that's what God wants us. When God's word is up in your life, the words of man, the words of the devil, the words of the, the world are down. But when God's word is down in your life, the words of the flesh, the words of, of this general, this wicked and adulterous generation, the words of the, all that is only up. May God increase his word in your life in the name of Jesus. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, my servant will be. Well, where is, Jesus said, Robert, where am I? Where am I? Well, you, you are the word. And God said, that's where my servants need to be. Remember who Jesus was. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He, Jesus was the word. And, the, and Jesus just finished saying here that where I am, my servants will be. Jesus said, I'm in the word. Where are you? Uh-oh. I might have to preach that. Jesus said, I'm in the word. I am the word. I'm in the word. Where are you? What you into? What you listening to? Jesus said, I'm always listening to my father. What you listening to? Jesus said, when I open my, my mouth, I always speak the words of my father. What's that coming up out of your mouth? What's the topic? I want to see if the Holy Ghost is keeping us on the Your seed must die. They're just some things. Our, our overall topic is seed, time, and harvest. Our subtopic, your seed must die. There's some things that must die in each one of us in order that God may bring about an even greater harvest. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, again, we thank you. We bless you, Father, for speaking to us, your little children. We pray, Father, you forgive us again of what we have said that has not been pleasing in your sight, what we have thought, what we have done that has not been pleasing to you. We ask, Father, you continue to lead and guide us. Continue, Father, to give us the unction to press on in the mighty name of Jesus Christ to be the people, to be the royal priesthood, the peculiar people, the chosen generation that you have chosen, that we may be lights in this dark world. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Count these things done in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. Amen. Saints, you can reach us through email at thechristianstarchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.rchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 a.m. 6 p.m. daily. On Talk Shoes, call 724-444-7444.
Freecast, type in Robert Bryant on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryant on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our talk show homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.